This is Outcast UK. It's like amateur dramatics. We're all working for free here. Uh, so what I'd ask you to do, I'm not sending a bowl around the theatre or the church asking you to put fivers in. No, it's as simple as wherever you are listening to this podcast, there's a thing that says rate it out of five. Give it a nice rating. And if you're given the chance, leave a nice comment as well. It's all we ask. It's all we ask. And in return, you get all of this. Coming up on Outcast UK. You need to fart now. <laughs> there we go. What do I picture? I obviously know who she is and what she's done. I was like, wasn't she grot bags? <laughs> Smith from Outcast UK, the award-winning LGBTQ plus podcast. We don't like to talk about no. it, though. We don't like to bring it up. Joining me is our resident newsman, Kevin McGrath. Hi, Kevin. That's me. That is you. Uh, we will have a roundup of the week's biggest LGBTQ plus news stories next. We will be picking through them all as well shortly. Kev, what have you got coming up today? But keep it brief. Sesame Street. And Ice Buns. Oh, Okay. First though, Kev, what's going on? Cheers, Graham. A well-known TV preacher in America who blames September the 11th on gay people has died. Pat Robertson was 93 and set up the Christian Broadcasting Network back in 1960. He also said homosexuality was a sickness, equated gay people with Nazis and claimed gay men spread HIV with special rings. Here's the little sweetheart on his telly channel talking about a woman who'd asked him if God could make her gay son straight. I said to her, I said, does he want to be a girl? And she said, no. I said, well, if he doesn't want to be a girl, basically he wants to be a man. And if he wants to be a man, there's no reason that he can't start acting like one. God can take care of this. Pat Robertson, who's taken the rainbow elevator to that great big closet in the sky. Guess what's now the target of anti-LGBTQ plus numpties in the US? Sesame Street. The kids shows tweeted its support for Pride Month, so cue the usual boneheads and knuckle-draggers losing their minds. They say it's disgusting, call queer people groomers, and are generally banging on about the gay agenda. Ooh, the gay agenda. Thankfully, comments on Instagram have been a lot nicer. Sesame Street's actually had a same-sex couple with a daughter since 2021. Here's how they were introduced to the show. Okay, everybody, everybody, I want you to meet my brother Dave, Hi. his husband Frank, Hi. and my sobrina Mia, Hi. my niece. Hi, Mia. Daddy, Daddy, Sesame Street is even more amazing than he said. We're glad you like it. Those children do sound a bit annoying, you're right. The US retailer Target and Bud Light Beer have also got it in the neck recently for their queer support. Women convicted of historical offences linked to being gay can now apply to be pardoned. The government's Disregards and Pardons scheme is being expanded. It was launched 11 years ago in England and Wales and has only applied to men up to now and specific crimes. The changes also mean more army veterans can apply for convictions brought under military law to be wiped. The lower house of Japan's parliament's passed a bill to promote understanding of LGBTQ plus people, but stopped short of guaranteeing equal rights. Last-minute revision saw it watered down by Conservative lawmakers. The final version states unjust discrimination is unacceptable, whatever unjust discrimination is. No outright ban on this, though. The bill is being criticised for its ambiguous language and lack of concrete actions. 
A trans woman's been banned from events at the White House after posing topless at a pride party there. Rose Montoya, who's a model and an influencer, posted a video on something called TikTok, standing next to two shirtless trans men who are now banned as well. She's seen covering her nip-nips with her hands. The White House says the behaviour is disrespectful, inappropriate and unacceptable. Rose says this. My transmasculine friends were showing off their top surgery scars and living in joy, and I decided to join them and cover my nipples just to play it safe because I wanted to be fully free and myself. I had zero intention of trying to be vulgar or be profane in any way. There were hundreds of guests at the event on the South Lawn. The White House says it's the biggest pride party it's ever thrown. Just over half of Americans questioned for a survey think transitioning is morally wrong. 55% saying this, while 43% call it morally acceptable. The polls also found about two-thirds of Americans think trans athletes should only be allowed in sports teams that conform to their birth gender. Meanwhile, two out of five say they know a trans person. Nearly 7% of people in the UK have changed their sexual identity over the course of a six-year period. And it turns out women aged over 65 are one of the most sexually fluid groups, according to research by Lancaster University. We're looking at mum and grandma in a whole new light now, aren't we? Women, people who aren't white and those who are less educated are most likely to change their sexual identity. LGBTQ plus history has been made at this year's Tony Awards with prizes for two non-binary actors for the first time. The ceremony was in New York. It recognises excellence in live Broadway theatre. Jay Harrison G took Best Leading Actor in a Musical for Some Like It Hot, while Alex Newell won Best Featured Actor in a Musical for Shucked. Here's a bit of Jay Harrison G's acceptance speech, starting with some appreciation for their mum. Thank you for teaching me how to live how to love, how to give. For every trans, non-binary, gender non-conforming human who ever was told you couldn't be, you couldn't be seen, this is for you. And if you're wondering what that kind of ringing and tapping noise was, J. Harrison G. is so totes emotion, as the young folk like to say, they're tapping the base of their award. It's all about the bass, as Megan Trainor once sang. And Miriam Margulies has gone topless for a debut on the cover of British Vogue. The 82-year-old's told the magazine she's never had any shame about being gay and wouldn't want to be straight for anything. She came out in 1966. Her modesty is preserved on the Vogue cover by the presence of some iced buns. Sadly, you could preserve my modesty with a peanut M&M. And that's your queer news from Outcast UK. Nice one, Kev. We'll start with Sesame Street, because that's what stood out to me most today. Sesame Street. (laughs) Of all the important stories. Yes. Well, you know, one week it's Target, which I I, I know that Target exists. It's a combination between, like, Boots and um, Asda, isn't it? Um, And then it was, where else has been in trouble? We've been going through all of the... Oh, Bud Light. Yeah. Bud Light. I don't drink that, though. Can you get it here? Um, people go on about it like it's really like really cool. I've got people that think Bud Light is like the drink. Is it Miller Light? One of the two. Anyway. Who are these people and do you need them in your life? Well, no, I've got rid of them all now. Um, so Sesame Street is the latest target for the bedwetters, the bedwetting yes. brigade of being on. And what's gone on? Um, basically because um, Sesame Street have done a, a pro Pride Month tweet. That's is that it. it? Not even that an episode, not even a storyline. No. <clears throat> that is it. Just a, a pro... Um, Pride Month tweet. What was in the tweet? 
anything particularly? It was just a. Certainly the one on Twitter was just a nice little... That's where tweets are. Yes. <laughs> a nice little animation. Okay. Does it even have any sound on it? Oh, okay. Well, if it did have sound, what would the sound be? It's got to be YMCA, 110%. <laughs> has got to be that. So it sounds like it's a nothing, really. And the bedwetters, the knuckle-draggers... Who Bone, else? Boneheads. The boneheads. They've all been on, and they're, they're upset about it. I always thought um, Sesame Street had dealt with the LGBTQ plus issue uh, many years ago. Is it Bert and Ernie? Yes. Yes. They're a gay couple, aren't they? I was, I, I've spent most of the last 20-odd <laughs> years, because I am only 20, I've spent yes. most of the last few years thinking that Bert and Ernie were, were a gay couple. Like, no, they're just two heterosexual men that share a bed. Right, okay. So, so they, they, like Morecambe and Wise. Like, right, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's how it got through over all them years. Um, I just presume that was a given, that, that they were the LGBTQ characters in Sesame Street. I think one of the writers of Sesame Street a few years ago tried to say that that was the case. And then Sesame Street pushed back and said, you know, that isn't They're true. just two men that... Just two men that share a bed. Share the bed. Okay. Um, who else, then? How would, they, how would they have sex, anyway? Don't have uh, any bottom halves, do they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a good point. That's a good point. I'd not, I'd not taken it to that conclusion. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's good to, you know, think these things through, isn't it? It is, it they is. They don't have any puppet cocks. <laughs> <laughs> Or a puppet, a puppet anus. Who else is going to be um, LGBTQ plus in there that we're not aware of? Um, we were having a think before we started to record. Well, um, I think I think Big Bird is trans. Yes, and used to be Ed the Duck. Right, and he's yeah. transitioned to Big Bird. Right, that's yeah. what I think. Although now, see, I've not thought that through because Ed the Duck came after Big Bird. Don't like, don't let yourself get bogged down. Don't in let the reality details. get in the way yeah, of this. Yeah, don't do that one. I thought Oscar the Grouch, lesbian. <laughs> 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 we'll have to get back to you on that one uh, let's move on <laughs> um, pardons for uh, uh, men and women who were found guilty under they were sexual offences weren't they if you were um, convicted of these things back in the day by the police we had a discussion about this last week about the Met and how they had let down in the past through their persecutions and they were persecutions of gay men in particular for a while um, and uh, their, their current treatment of, say, for example, the, it was a few years ago now, but the, the Stephen Port case shows that there is still what I believe to be a form of institutional homophobia in the Met. Um, but this is about being um, pardoned for an array of what they were crimes at the time. Uh, and now this has been open to women. Uh, what I find really weird is that this was, it was just a male thing that they're only yeah. now going, oh, we'll better pardon the women as well. I think there's. I can't remember what I was reading up on it about the other day, but the word buggery was involved. So maybe oh, that's that word. It's a great word, isn't it? Wow, it's like, it's so buggery. It's so Dickensian, isn't yeah. it? It's like I'm thinking of grand larceny. You know, just a really old-fashioned <laughs> term, yeah. buggery. Um, yeah, so that uh, says everything about it. Cause it's kind of just focused on men, and there is always the fact about Queen Victoria didn't believe that lesbians existed. Oh, didn't she? Did you ever hear about that? Queen, no. she, she, she either, uh, she didn't believe or refused to believe that lesbians existed. So I think a lot of how we um, criminalised homosexuality and being LGBTQ plus in general g- goes back to sort of Victorian values anyway, doesn't it? But Queen Victoria didn't even believe that lesbians existed. Um, the thing about um, service personnel, I had a little read about this this week and some of it is harrowing stuff. These are people that were 
investigated to find out their true sexuality. Many, 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 many people have been thrown at the military for being gay when you weren't allowed to. And the, the rules changed in about 2000, didn't they? Mm. About 500 people a year were thrown out and they were given a dishonourable, I think that's the term, discharge from... Oh, I've had quite a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> from, uh, from the military. And you were thrown out. Uh, many people were then um, sort of put through the military They've got their own like courts and yeah. prison system and all that. This that's happened to plenty of people in the past, uh, and then um, even to the like towards the very end, you would be thrown out and you would have your medals stripped from you. So it didn't matter how brave you'd been in our armed forces. If you were found to be gay, they'd take your medals as well as your job and your pension. Yeah, which is disgusting, isn't it? It's really? just, we're, we're just going to ruin your life, pretty much. Yeah. So I think you know it, it's a hundred percent right that that we try and right the wrongs there, and they are wrongs. They're proper wrongs. UK. It's Graham and Kev. Woo! 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 Holla! I didn't, <laughs> I didn't give you your full uh, introduction earlier on. I was get, really getting into it the last few weeks. I felt cheated. We can give you a round of applause now. Thank you. Kevin McGrath, the Queen News Journalist, is here, guys. Woo! Woo! Kevin McGrath in the house. Woo! Always good to get the clap. <laughs> <laughs> um, this stood out to me this week. So in, in the in the Queen News update that you did uh, a little bit earlier on, um, a trans woman has been banned from events at the White House after posing topless at a pride party there. Good girl. I thought that. I thought, come on then. Um, she's a model and influencer. She posted a video in the TikToks. Have you heard about this? Yeah, something modern. She was standing next to two shirtless trans men who are now banned as well. She's covering her nipples with her hands. And uh, the White House is saying the behaviour is disrespectful, inappropriate and unacceptable. She's covering her, covering her nipples with her hands, but you can just totally see her jogs. <laughs> I mean, it's it's done do no good at all. Old school page three banter that, isn't it? Yeah. You know, oh they're covered, but they're not really. Look. Um what's the problem with this? I kinda think like um if you're gonna have a pride do. Come on. <laughs> you should expect people to get topless. Well, you know, it's 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 a pride party. How well, much what you know, what kind of a party is that? Well, it's not a party, is it? What if Biden gets his cock out? <laughs> his wrinkly old cock. <laughs> <laughs> Biden getting nudes yeah. like, oh no someone he doesn't realise he's done it um, <laughs> he just, yeah, leading back to his room uh, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with what they've done I can see that people might think it's slightly um, offensive towards the White House <laughs> I'm still good Joe Biden's wrinkly old cock in me <laughs> Uh, we can't have that behaviour in the White House, can we? No. No, Trump was in there. Of course, that, that was all fine. <laughs> oh, I don't want to see his either. Jesus. Uh, and Bill Clinton did a few bits and bobs in that room as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they've cleaned up, though. Oh. There was a deep scrub after his presidency <laughs> left. Um, people get, like, um, they go to royal garden parties, and I, I feel like this is the equivalent of a royal garden party, mm. but for the gays, the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And um, people do stuff at royal garden parties, but they wouldn't do this. Because the no. royalty thing stops them, doesn't it? But they yeah. do steal stuff from like, Buckingham Palace. You always get that. All the best people yeah. rob something. I remember like. Denise Van Outen stole, was it a, a box of tissues? That's from it. the Royal Toilet yes. in 1998. That's a very common one to steal. Oh, I stole some bog roll because it doesn't, doesn't it say like King Charles on the toilet roll? Well, I don't know. I've never been. No, no. <laughs> I'm jumping the gun a bit. But it, Already says, predicting Her Majesty's death 20 years previous. It, it has, whoever the, the monarch is on the bog roll, it's what I heard. Does it? For the royal garden parties. I think I might have just made that up. So you can shit on the monarch's name, is that what you're uh, saying? Yeah, you're making this really hard to edit for the radio. This <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you can do that. Yeah, and you often hear about people doing that, but I've never heard about anyone getting topless there. Um, I'd love to go there and say, oh, look what I stole, this lovely crown. And it's like, well, <laughs> what round it? 
Um, have you ever been barred from anything? Any place? You've never been barred from anywhere, have I you? I don't think so. You've been welcomed, bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I've not been barred from anywhere. No, I have. That's how dull I am. Where have you been barred from? Gay sauna in Manchester. How do you get barred from a fucking gay sauna? What did you do? Do you want to tell you what I did? Yes. You were off your tits on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no. <coughs> no. I, I, I was barred. Did they put your face up in there so, you, so they know not to let you back Want, in? Wanted. On the th- uh, they do keep a record of it. Yeah. Um, and I went back later and argued with them about my banishment. Hmm. And uh, they agreed and unbanished me. That's good. So that's the only time I've ever been barred. You got justice. I did in the end, didn't I? I did. I got my, got my justice. Because what were you going to do otherwise? Would you have to find a new sauna? Yeah. Did you find a new sauna? No, because I got on barred five hours later, so oh, I never right. had to get to that. Yeah. I certainly got to the stage of Googling saunas. <laughs> Good. Already thinking logistics. <laughs> <laughs> straight, yeah, straight in there. How am I going to overcome this obstacle? <laughs> life throws these obstacles at you, doesn't it? It does. Well, I got round it. Don't worry, we're all okay now. You need to fart now. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Miriam Margulies is in the news this week. Uh, the reason being, she's done. Uh, is it British Vogue? Yeah. She's done it for. Yeah. Do you want to explain what it's she's done? Uh, she's just gone topless. Okay. She do at the age of eighty-two. Eighty-two. I know. Wow. It's quite the scene. It is. This. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it now. Um, she's told uh, the magazine that she never had any shame about being gay and she's been out for ever. She has been yeah, out. I, yeah. I Googled her um, thing, all the stuff she's done on Wikipedia and it just it goes back to about 1960. So it's incredible, really. She's been with her missus since 1967. Yeah. And do you know what the secret is for that relationship to continue to work? No. They don't live together. <laughs> <laughs> her other half lives in Amsterdam. Oh, right, yeah. Which I thought was... was uh, a really interesting thing that they, they're they just not around each other all the time and it's lasted that long. Maybe there's a message in there for all of us. Could you do that? Uh, no. No. I mean, well, Ian would love to have separate beds because me moving about at night, I'm, I wouldn't say like a thrash about it, but just, just my mere presence disturbs him. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> if, I, if, if I allowed it, he would fucking like a short separate bedrooms. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, no. I'm but not. you're sleeping just fine. What, what do you, he doesn't not sleep. I mean, I'm the insomniac. How do you know he doesn't sleep? Oh, because you're... Because I'm the insomniac. Oh, right. Just the Paris line there. Yeah, so I'm, all night. I'll be just, you know, tossing and turning and tossing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just think if I'm in a relationship, I want to sleep next to somebody. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's separate true. rooms. Me I did fucking years of sleeping alone. <laughs> Me and Steve um, lived apart for a few years in the beginning because he was in London and I was in Liverpool. Yeah. And we kind of made it work. And if you just had said that to me at one point, could you do that long distance relationship? Actually, it has its benefits. You need to stay in touch on the phone and all yeah. that sort of stuff. You need this, to- this isn't a long distance relationship. He'd be in the next room. And if you're going to be in the next room, you might as well be sleeping in the same fucking bed. <laughs> well, yeah, but you might be quite, yeah, one of those awkward sleepers. Um, I I made a huge mistake um, about Miriam Margulies. I was like, looked at her picture. I was like, I obviously I know who she is and what she's done. Mm. But I was like, wasn't she grot bags? <laughs> no. Grot bags off of the, the 80s and early 90s. Grot bags was somebody called Carol. Yes, but, yeah, she, it was, but I thought it was the yeah. same person. But Miriam could have played grot bags. Do you know what I found out years later about grot bags? What? Not a real hair. 
if, if you're under the age of 40, because um, most like people under, well, I don't know, 35 is the cutoff point for knowing about grot bags. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the likeness is uncanny. Google it. Um, so we would you like to know what is in Miriam? Seems to know everything else about us. We've seen yeah. it all. Um, her modesty preserved by some iced buns <laughs> on the shoot with British Vogue. Would you like to hear what's on Miriam Margulies's handbag? It's not that I'd like to know it. I need, need to, know. to know. Well, I have a guess. What do you think would be a Miriam Margulies's handbag? Immediately, you just think it's going to be something filthy. So, a vibrator. Do <laughs> <laughs> you ever listen? Yes. Um, I'll keep the mics on so you can sort of um, react if you wish. <laughs> Miriam Margulies, and I'm going to show you what's in my bag. So we'll start off with my lovely scarf. Fine. I love a Normal. green scarf, and yeah. I always carry it with me. No vibrators this so This book is a memoir. It's, it's her own book. She's written. tales of the people I've slept with and the people I haven't slept with. That's vague. I've got lots of photographs. Right. This is my wedding day, oh. and this is my partner. Oh yes, I've got um, a napkin. And I think I stole it from an airline. Right. And I had it dyed because I like navy blue. Well, she dyes uh, everything these blue. These are my knickers. <laughs> A keen, of course. Spare pair. I'm not very good at holding on to my water. So when I want to pee, I have to get to a loo quickly. The gusset, most important. Look how clean it is. First thing I'm going to take out might surprise you. It's an onion. I'd always carry an onion. Where's she putting that? I love them. I actually had a bit, <laughs> I see, this morning. This is a white onion. I prefer white onions to red onions because they have more bite. Oh. Oh, yeah. So she keeps an onion in her handbag so she can just gnaw on it across she the treats them like apples. <laughs> yes. And what's this? She stole a napkin from an airline. You can't steal a napkin from an airline. They give them away. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry that. to be nitpicking. <laughs> you really are. You pull it all apart now. So there we are. That is what is in Miriam Margulies. Not to be confused with grot bags. That's what's in her handbag. <laughs> I'm glad we did that. Play Outcast UK on TikTok and Instagram. Just search Play Outcast UK.